traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach this wonderful Monday morning. This is Jillian Music with my partner, Ann Kennedy. Hey, Ann. How are you, Jillian, today? Doing great. So I was a co-founder at Moz and as the global uh, search engine marketing author, and together we are serial entrepreneurs. We help tech companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive, and we have a damn good time doing it, not the least of which is chatting away here. You can find out more about us at outlinesventure.com. So learn how to find and leverage your first revenue streams has been a theme for some weeks now. We're talking about how to make money. So with that in mind, we recognize the uh, we had a, an entire show on it takes money to make money and about hiring salespeople and working uh, toward those early sales and so on and so forth. But what if you really can't get somebody else to sell your stuff? Then you've got to get out there and sell it yourself. And if that makes you cringe, don't worry about it. 99% of your compatriots, other CEOs in other words, feel exactly the same way about it. Not a problem. However... You're going to have to get over it. That's the bad news. <laughs> so, yeah. And let's talk about it. We, you and I have come up with, a, you know, just a, a whole bunch of um, websites and, and lists and tips and all kinds of other wonderful things about how to make these sales, um, about, you know, getting over the, the fear of sales and all kinds of things. We found a pretty good collection. There was Ink Magazine. Uh, we found good stuff at HubSpot. Um, I found an article. Um, again, uh, let's see, the Ink one was from Jeffrey J about how to sell when you hate selling. There's a powerupsuccess.com that has another nice bunch of articles around it. So who else did you find out there on the web with good stuff? The uh, uh, Inc. people really covered the waterfront well. Um, just a number of, of people. Um, Minda Zetlin, who's the co-author of The Geek Gap, had one on how to make sales calls even if you dread them. And I think that a lot of our founders are, you know, They'd much rather pay attention to building their shake up the world new product than uh, actually getting out and selling it. And like you said, they just have to get o- over it. Um, staff writer at Inc. Graham Winfrey had some great infographic on tips for closing a sale. And I know we can't put a picture on on um, radio, but we can tell you what it said, and we can uh, draw some tips out, and we can put the link to the infographic on our Facebook page at uh, yes. forward slash CEO podcast. Um, those are the kind of tips right. that I, I was finding. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Go over there, find a link to that infographic, other great links to information we're about to share today and, of course, every week when we do CEO Coach here at webmasterradio.fm. All right, so let's get a start. We've got kind of nine of our hottest tips that we want to run through, right? And I'd say the first one is user CRM. I think Inc. talked about it, uh, certainly HubSpot talked about it, and about a half a dozen other websites out there did that. You got to understand the concept of the sales funnel and use a content relations, uh, excuse me, a customer relations management system. If you don't formalize the process, it ain't going to get done. So, um, and do you have any favorite ones in your customer relation management systems? I, uh, you know what? I really have lost touch with them. So you tell me what you like. Ah, so under CRMs, um, I would say probably Salesforce is the most famous one. Um, Zoho, Z-O-H-O, is making a kind of a pretty good, uh, you know, a shot at this one, as well as uh, a couple of other sugar CRM I've heard very good things about. Um, but again, if you're just looking for, you know, nobody ever went broke uh, getting an IBM or got fired buying an IBM, that's kind of the Salesforce.com. On the flip side, there are a number of of free CRMs out there on the web as well. And um, here's where, you know, Google can still help you out. Free CRM. Go check it out. <laughs> so you will see those things. Uh, even HubSpot uh, talks about free CRM systems. So you can go down to those folks as well. Um, the concept, though, is to understand um, how to put the prospects that you're talking to into an appropriate sales funnel so that you know whether you're saying hello to this bunch, you have an equal number or maybe just slightly fewer that you're working on where you must provide them regular bits of information, continue to maintain contact and so on and so forth until they finally get to the bottom and know when it's time to close. If you don't use a CRM system, you really lose track of when it's time to finally ask for that bloody sale. All right, what's number two? Number two is... Oh, how do you, when do you answer your leads? Um, oh your my prospects. gosh, this is you such get, a hot you get, tip. You Guys, are, listen to this. This is amazing. This is like like money in the bank. Listen to this one. Go on, Anne. So if you are uh, getting um, people to contact you online, prospects to contact you online, you can convert them to a lead. You're more likely to convert them to a lead, a nine times more likely, in fact, if you answer that email within five minutes. And if you have no money and you're not out doing anything, you're going to be sitting at your computer, answer the email and answer right. it, it within and five it minutes. And through and you're, you're doing this even if you're answering on a cell phone, whatever it takes. If you get a lead and you answer its query within five minutes, you are nine times more likely to convert it. I mean, it just blows me away. Nine times, five minutes. Got it, people? That's your hottest tip. I would say so. If you can't get it in five minutes, well, you can't. But every time you can, oh, my gosh. So when you get out there and you start planning for when you're going to send out email campaigns, phone uh, bank calls, whatever the heck it is you're about to put out there, Right. Beware that you must have some free time to answer those things. Get yourself set up for success here. Make sure you have somebody monitoring this stuff and get answers out in five minutes. All right. So number three is know your stuff, no BS. 
I have to say, I kind of hate that routine when people just don't have answers and they just blather on. It's like, just be honest about it. First of all, do your research, know your stuff. Don't come to me half-baked. But if there is a question and you cannot answer it, be honest enough to just say, I'll get you an answer on that and then do it. (laughs) So that would be really cool. How about number four, Anne? What's the hot one? Oh, it's so easy and it's so time tested. It's not nothing not new with online, not new with digital marketing. As in Get Hello this, Napoleon Hill. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, hello probably hello Ben Franklin, you know. Oh it was uh get the scoop on your prospect. Don't yes. just do boilerplates. And I have to just pause for a moment and say, I ran a search marketing agency for seventeen years. Do you know how many emails I got said Dear Anne, would you you could use our SEO services? <laughs> I'm saying what? Yes, we, Did right. you Something even about look we at what we your website and yeah. you know determined that yeah. you could be a good prospect? I'm like, are you kidding me? Did it's did like you, you even do know who you're talking to <laughs> exactly. <You know>. Right, <laughs> right. So yes, but let's get even deeper than that. I mean, obviously, don't yeah. sell it. Send out silly stuff and just scam and spam people, you know, even in your own industry. But get a scoop on your prospects. Know something about them, their company, their history, their background, where they come from, if you will, as in, you know, are they coming from the world of a marketing standpoint? Are they coming to it from an engineering standpoint? Who are these personalities? You will find a great deal about the single prospect you're going to talk to on LinkedIn. You're going to find a great deal more about the company on just all kinds of places around the web, not the least of which is their very own website about us, right? But you'll really get a great deal of information out here. So even Manta, for example, can give you information about companies, gives you an idea of the size of the company, how long they've been around, all kinds of things you may not find out about on their own website. Get the scoop on your prospects so you can speak to them intelligently, know who their customers are, know who their competitors are. It'll make a big difference to getting listened to. Okay. Absolutely. You ready for the the number five? Wait, before that, you want to hear the numbers and how much that personalizing the emails that you send out prospecting can get you? It's the personalized emails uh, that have the kind of information that you've just been discussing can uh, bring you a improve your click-through rate by 14% and your conversion rate by 10%. So... I'm going to give a shout out to Rand Fishkin at Moz for doing this sort of thing too. He's been talking about it for years, about doing the research before you write a personalized email in order to get somebody, for example, to exchange a link with you. He would talk about back in 1999 and 2000 to 2001, right? He would talk about that again when you were saying, oh, you would like to guest blog on somebody's site. He told you, go out and get that information about them and personalize the email. Then he told you about it again when he said things like, uh, you, you would like to do speaking, public speaking somewhere, you know something about the organization, the convention, the this, the that, the next thing. Every time he has told people how to do inbound marketing, his hottest tip has really been about researching your audience first and treating them like respected human beings. That's what he's talking about. So here's a shout out to uh, the guy over at Moz. All right. Um, Let's see. Meet face to face. Do you know that 80% of professionals believe that face-to-face meetings are better for building long-term trust and strong relationships. And isn't that what you want? 
That's exactly what we're talking about. And uh, yeah, if you can't do that, you're going to be in deep, deep trouble. So um, we'll talk a little more about face-to-face, how to accomplish it when you can't actually afford to fly over to you know Zimbabwe to get in front of somebody. But we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about the next list of tips for getting out there and getting those sales done. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Hey, Ann. Let's see. What are hey, we up to? Hey, Jillian. Face to face. How are people going to do that? Oh, software. You were talking about all kinds of apps we can use, you know, Skype, um, uh, Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts, yeah. You can even do web meetings and share um, screens and so on. If you can't get really in front of them face-to-face, at least get in front of them where you can share some FaceTime talking back and forth. You know, via an app and certainly uh, something where you can share screens with them rather than asking them to like flip through pages or, I don't know, follow along and that sort of thing. You can get much better than that and every ounce and uh, penny you spend on these things, ounce of effort and penny you spend is going to be worthwhile. So the closest you can get to face-to-face because nothing beats it. If you can possibly afford that airfare, 
get on the air and go. And now every airline ought to pay us to say that, right, Anne? That's right. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe someday. The yeah. point is that when you meet in person, you're adding a human element um, it to the sales process, and you can present the prospect with visual incentives, um, physical products, slideshows, um, and we also know from. Uh, neurological research that visuals and presentations are processed 60, 60, 60 times faster than text. So yes. the more that you can do, we've taught, we often talk about putting a narrative, a human element into all of your communications. This is equally true with sales. You need to get, um, you need to get that narrative and you need to get the person, the personability in however you can and best to go to Barcelona, but if you can't, there's always Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So let's see. Number six, negotiate and follow up. Don't let leads go cold. I am always astounded by the number of folks who are just, you know, fine people good quality CEOs. I mean, they're running companies that are beginning to get some traction and they're ready to make some sales. They've got to make those first ones themselves. And for whatever reason, they just let these things go cold. Amazing. If you find somebody at a conference, you exchange a card, you're sitting on gold. Don't put it in a Ziploc and leave it there. Put it in a Ziploc for safekeeping on the way home, but for heaven's sake, process those things. Even if you have to get some high school kid to start entering them into some kind of simple and possibly free CRM system, whatever it takes, oh my heavens, just don't let it go cold. And reach okay. out and touch them so that, you know, say, hey, I met you at XYZ conference and um, I'd really like to talk with you again. I thought it was really interesting, the topic you're talking about. Start a conversation, you know, right. st- something to, so again, show you're a human person with something to say to right. these people. And by the way, let's refer back to number four. You get a scoop on that prospect and you mention what you've learned about them. Take time to look at their website in the meantime. Know more about them. Know what it is that they're going to be needing and how it is that you can be of some help so remind them what you do tell them you found out what they do and that you've taken the time and the bother to look it up it means that you're at least an honorable person opening a conversation not somebody slick just trying to sell something you know we found you online and thought you could use us all righty what's number seven and well uh, besides following up with new prospects once you've opened a uh, a negotiation um, with a client, give them some time to think, but be sure to follow up and be persistent. Do you um, know wait, what wait, the number is? Follow, wait, I think negotiate and follow up is a little different, though, than give them some time to think. What we're really okay. saying is, you know, if you get an email out, that's great. And if you don't hear right back, well, you know, keep following up. But once you have presented the case, even if you're sitting in person, don't keep blathering away. Yes. State of your course. stuff. Sit back and take your sip of coffee. It's okay. Silence is okay. That usually terrifies people, especially folks who are not salespeople. But salespeople usually say, he who speaks first loses. What we're really counseling CEOs to do is to take a page out of very good salespeople's books and simply give the prospect time to think. Even if what they're thinking is they have a question, at least you'll get the question. Because what they might be thinking is, so let's see, if I take the budget from here and I do the other things I can write, and give them about three, four minutes. They might just say, yep, it's a deal. And if you blathered 
you would have given them no time to think through that process, and then they've got to go home and think about it, thinking, boy, that guy's a blabbermouth. Okay. I think that has something to do with listening well, too, you know, which yes. we talk about. A lot, and the best salespeople are the, are often the best listeners, and you can't listen if you're um, you know if you're talking. Right now, give me that stat. The number ah, the majority of sales are made during the fifth to the twelfth contact. Ah, five to twelve contacts. That's if right. no is a problem for you, you've chosen a strange way to make a living. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so usually they say it takes, you know, six no's and then we begin, we start. Now it says maybe it's five, so maybe the younger generation has taken a little less time. But, you know, five to 12, we're still in the same process. What we're saying is if you haven't contacted somebody, met with them, emailed with them, spoken with them on the phone and so on, for at least 12 times, you haven't done the majority, right? There's always the outliers on this bell curve. Some will close sooner. Some will close in the middle there, and some will close at the end. The majority is going to close in the middle. How many again? Five to 12. Five to 12, and that's just the majority, or we've got a number on that? uh, Just the majority. We just know it's over 50%. Yes. So let's say it's only 51%. That means let's... Even if it's, you know, kind of even on both ends, only a quarter is going to close earlier. And if a quarter is going to go close earlier, you got a full quarter on the other end yep. closing again. And you didn't get to the 13th, but you no. had a 25% shot at it. That's pretty darn good odds. People buy, you know, uh, what do you call it? Lottery tickets with a lot less odds than that, right? So if you're a CEO who is scraping by, and you're thinking about buying lottery tickets, oh, for heaven's sake, get yourself a CRM, get out there and start making sales, and listen carefully, and then give it 5 to 12 contacts, because it's a hell of a sight better odds than it would be to have uh, you know, a lottery ticket. Okay, what's our ninth one? Because stick it out was our eighth one. Stick it out and uh-huh. know when to shut up. <laughs> so we kind of touched on that already, didn't we? We did. Yeah. But but I had a couple of um, follow-up tips for uh, how to do this if you're really not comfortable selling, and I think that that would and cover should, a lot of our... Let's do them. We got yeah. a couple of minutes here. Tell me. Um, the first thing is uh, don't burden yourself with a lot of calls. Call the people that your research show you are really interested in your product. You know, in other words, focus it down to the ones with the highest um, uh, possibility of success, and that would relieve uh, your how you are um, struggling with this. You know, I'm, I'm kind of struggling thinking about it. Um, and then the uh, uh, be curious about your prospects as real people. Um, with real desires and real problems. And remember, you're there, the good salespeople solve problems, and your product or your service uh, is there to solve their problem. So they're, they're human beings with problems. And if, if, you, uh, if you don't like pitching, well, understand that nobody likes listening to pitching. Um, create and use a more conversational script that, uh, if, if you need a script at all. And don't read it in a monotone. Practice it. Read it to yourself a lot so that you sound like you're really talking. You know, rehearse 
Um, and yeah, all I was going to say, it isn't really about just reading the script. Certainly you should make yourself notes. And certainly you should stand in front of a mirror if this sort of thing terrifies you. If it doesn't terrify you, just practice on your friends. Practice on your mentors. Practice on people in the incubator. Practice on fellow colleagues who are you know, uh, doing similar kinds of business. Just ask people to listen up. Right? And really, when you've said it a lot it begins to formulate in your own mind. It's not that it becomes polished. It's that it becomes logical. You begin to understand from the other person's point of view what the real benefits are on your side. You begin to get, if you will, language around the system. It takes a long time to come up with that language. And the more you practice, and really in the sales process is the best practice, as you continue to explain it to others. Certainly as you raise money, you get better at explaining what it is you're trying to solve and what you're trying to do. As you think about it from your prospect's point of view, you become more comfortable with the longer explanations. And who knows, you may come up with a better byline for your company at the same time but you'll get better at the longer explanations. It won't be rote. Trust us on this. It won't be rote. It will be full-throated and logical. I think we need to take a break here, Jillian, and then we can come back with uh, summing up with some top tips for how to get out and sell when you are terrified of being a salesperson. Sounds good. This is Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. Okay, Anne, we're talking about the top tips for CEOs who are either terrified or just disgusted by the idea of selling and really don't want to get around to it. So 
what are your hottest tips to get them off the dime and make that early revenue and also, of course, get that wonderful focus group that's called Early Customer. I think I would put them again into several buckets. I like buckets. Uh, One of them has to do with how you approach and follow up um, with your customers. Use a CRM. If you can't afford Salesforce, uh, look for one of the many free ones online um, so that you can understand your sales funnel. Um, When you get a, a, a lead, a prospect, answer in five minutes, you're more likely to convert. So, uh, use organize your selling around using a, um, a, a some platform to help you organize it and then be responsive with it. Um, what's the second bucket, Jillian? Know your stuff. Yeah, on the know your stuff, it is really not just that you do know it, but that you know how to explain it. Um, Many years ago, uh, somebody described a CEO saying, you know, if this person had been my math teacher in high school, I would have become a mathematician. He has the ability to explain very complex subjects with uh, clarity that the average person can understand. Understand, if you're a technologist listening to this show, that it is very likely that whatever you're building is complex. You get it. Your team gets it if you've got a team, right? But your customer probably won't. And it probably isn't important to explain every tidbit of it. What is important is to understand where the pain points are of the other person. That's where that, you know, two ears, one mouth uh, kind of comes in. Listen carefully, get that. But then couch your explanation of whatever it is your software, hardware, this, that, the other thing does in terms of what it can do to solve an issue for the customer. As you do that and you continue to explain it, you will get really good at knowing your stuff. Then the final big tip has to do with meeting face-to-face, um, in, preferably in person, um, but online if, if in person is impossible, and treat your par- prospect as a human being, give them time to think, know when to stop talking and listen, um, and stick it out because it can take uh, five to 12 different contacts to make the sale. Um, I think that perhaps we should think about uh, the concept of uh, that face-to-face. Again, uh, you know, we keep saying, well, if you can't, you know, get to Boston or something, then do something else. Uh, it is okay to use you know, all of the online systems to create as close to a face-to-face uh, contact as you can, but maybe this is also a kind of call to action around local sales being your first sales. Um, it makes all kinds of sense for a number of reasons, not only because you can sit and have coffee, not only because you have, if you will, a little more leeway to make mistakes as you begin to stumble and bumble over your first explanations of what your product does, and it is quite all right to tell your prospect, look, this is the first time I'm bringing this concept to someone who might buy it and you are that person so bear with me if I get into you know tribal speak and language that doesn't make sense please stop me short I will be happy to explain what it is we're trying to get across that gives them some you know how should I say it brings them to your side of the table it makes them an ally to help you rather than to just get ticked off if they don't understand you and when you put the other person in a sense of authority then it helps them them again to feel good about you. That's kind of that narrative bit. Now, if you do it face to face, it's easier for you. It's easier for the other guy. You can just 
intuitively sense that that would be easier if you're sitting across the table from each other. But even more importantly, once the sale is made, if it's a local sale, you get to go over there and check it out. You get to answer more questions. You get to help them implement whatever it is, and you get to see how to make it more valuable for them over time. Makes all kinds of good sense. Yeah, I recall a long time ago in the early days of the Beyond Ink Agency, um, somebody said you need to own your own backyard first. And I think that fits right into what you're saying, Jillian. I agree. So, um, you know, there are a number of reasons why people tell you own that own backyard and so on. This would be one of them, uh, just because logistically it's so much simpler and because it brings you more value. So as you think about these tips uh, around getting out and selling, uh, none of them are going to say that you won't get butterflies in your stomach. I'm just saying get over it. You are by nature, if you're listening to this show and you're running a company or thinking of doing it, right, a risk taker. That doesn't mean that you take all kinds of risks. All we're saying is you too have to step out of your comfort zone and take that risk. There's no big deal around it. Just make that person your ally by telling them, I am nervous. I have not done this before. Please bear with me. Yep. And remember why you're doing it to make your early revenues to grow your product, develop your company, um, scale it up. It's to get that first money in your door. And so that keep your eye on that, that goal. Absolutely. Questions including things like, you know, as you make the statement, first of all, so that you have this transparency around your conversation, you know, is this the first time I've done it or is this one of the first times I've done it? I'm looking for first customers. I will make no bones about it. You would be a beta customer. And as such, I'd like to know from you, what would it take to make you a beta customer? We would very much like to, you know, polish this project with you, with your input, with input from your people to find out what it is you need. First of all, that is a value add to the guy across the table. That does not necessarily mean, oh, I can get it for cheap. What it really means is, you mean I could help to create a product that would really solve this thing once and for all? My people would have input into what it is they need to make their lives more efficient and therefore make more money for this company? Those are the kinds of thoughts that go through a person's mind. If the person sitting on the other side of the table from you is only thinking, oh, good, I can get it for cheap, it's not your prospect. Work with yeah. people who want to solve a problem, right? And then let them help you solve that problem. Be very straightforward about it. Be very transparent. You will be amazed at how much easier these conversations go when you are not perceived to be a salesperson, but rather a person in need who is asking another person in need to get together and solve a problem. Amen to that. Indeed. So that's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their continuing support all these years. You can download these shows at webmasterradio.fm, at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. You can find links and much more on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Again, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you're out there. Tell us what you want to hear about on CEO Coach. Ask your questions, we'll get them answered and tell us who you'd like to have us on the show to interview. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music and this is my partner, Anne Kennedy. You can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.